0: It's night in Raccoon City, and peace is nowhere to be found. Thunder and lightning fill the sky, and the streets are crammed with shambling, moaning zombies. Dodging and fighting your way through the crowd, you eventually reach a police station. A safe haven, or so you thought. After more than 21 years, Resident Evil 2 is back with a fresh vision and the same nightmares. Welcome to another review from SEGC. I'm Zach, and I'm here with John to discuss our time with the game. We're going to try to keep things as spoiler-free as possible, but if you want to go in totally blind, this isn't the review for you. That being said, thanks for being here, and welcome to Raccoon City. Alright, so John, let's get into it. Resident Evil 2. The game came out in 1998. It's been 21 years. Uh, I have not played it before. You have. Uh...
1: Keep it extremely broad for this intro, John. Is the game good? So, I actually have a question for you, Zach, just because I've been thinking about this ever since I found out that you and I were going to do a co-review. What year were you born? 1995, John. Okay, so you were three years old when I first played Resident Evil 2, and I don't really know how to feel about that, Zach.
0: Uh, Old. Yeah, fucking
1: old, man. Fucking old. Um, So, I'll tell you, so right off the bat. Uh, my bottom line up front, this is a fucking amazing video game. Uh, this is, this is a wonderful game. Uh, Resident Evil 2 for the PlayStation, uh, of course released in 1998. One of my favorite games of all time and my favorite game in one of my favorite franchises, uh, Resident Evil 2, the remake. And I want to stress for anybody who may not be aware, this is, this is a full on remake. This is not the same game. That released in 1998. This is a by and far a much much better, much uh, much more streamlined, much more enjoyable experience. Wait. And it is now fixed
0: camera is gone, fixed
1: camera, and I may it never come back. And this is now my favorite game of the franchise and one of my favorite games of all time. So, yeah, you could say this is a pretty good video game.
0: Wow, wow, okay, so. So John is coming on strong. He's got that. He's got that connection to it. I. I also think it's a really, really good game. I, I'm not quite that far. I don't know if it's one of my favorite games of all time, but yeah, this game is really fucking good. Uh, I. I kind of went into it a little bit skeptical because I. I worried I was gonna need that. That throwback nostalgia to really sink in. Uh, but the game does not require you to really know any previous games. It doesn't require you to know the old game. It feels really fucking fresh,
1: right? You know, I'm so glad that you love this because I was hoping for our co-review that my, like my biggest fear for this was going into it thinking, okay, I'm going to love it. Zach's going to hate it. And then we're just going to butt heads uh, for the entire 20 minutes or so that we're going to do this. But uh, I am thrilled that you love this game. Um, I'm really excited to talk about it. And I just kind of want to start off by saying, God damn, Zach, this is one good looking game.
0: Yeah, it looks really good. Re-engine, uh, is this the second game using that, Resident Evil 7? I
1: believe so. I believe Resident Evil 7 was the first game to utilize okay, it.
0: Okay, that's right, and, and the new Devil May Cry is going to use it, which is out uh, very soon. Uh, so, yeah, it it looks great. Uh, you played on PlayStation Pro. I played on Xbox One X. Uh, it, it looks good. It's probably one of the best-looking games. Uh, I've, I've played it quite some time on there. It looks good. Uh, so we're going to keep this, as I've said, spoiler light, but we need to give you some background on it. So the bulk of the game really is grounded in this police station that many of you have seen in promotional shots and in the demo, right? I mean, it's largely in this station, John, right? It is.
1: Uh, you know, the main game itself, and um, and again, like, you know, a, a little addendum to what Zach said, we are going to avoid spoilers, but there are going to be some general story beats that we discuss, um, uh, especially for people who are very familiar uh, with the with the original game that released on PlayStation. Uh, yes, the the main crux of the game takes place in and right. around and under the police station.
0: Right, and so what we'll say is we will talk about things that were in both versions, but new stuff, stuff that John is experienced for the first time in this game, will not bring up here. We won't spoil that for you. Perfect. Uh, So, in the police station that a lot of you guys have seen, uh, you have to explore and kind of find various puzzle pieces to progress, uh, and it's it's really where I started to fall in love with this game's tone, uh, more so than Resident Evil 7, which I another game I love, because this game... Uh, to an even greater extent, understands that you can have really creepy, scary atmosphere and keep B movie tone and i loved that about this game right
1: i agree um it's uh, it's a real splatterfest of a game um the you know like you know when you when you mention the b horror tones of it it's not just in the music and the you know and the and the writing but also just the just the explosive gore in the game this is a gooey video game and it's yeah. got some of the really it's got it's got some of the best dismemberment physics and I, I i feel that's really weird that that's a thing but it's got some of the best dismemberment physics i've seen since dead space Um, I wasted so much ammo, Zach, walking around or just blasting arms and legs off of zombies. Um, it's just, maybe that's why my first playthrough was almost nine hours. Um, but, uh, man, oh man, I just, there, I'm almost at a loss as to what I want to talk about first. There's so many vivid experiences that are fresh in my mind right now. Um, I I guess, uh, what I'll say is, um, my first playthrough was Leon, uh, Leon's, uh, A route. Uh, and I do want to, I do want to stress for individuals who have played the original 1998 game, um, despite what Capcom said, and this isn't much of a spoiler, but um, there are multiple routes throughout this game. There's the there, there's the 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 Leon and Claire a routes, and then there are the the second runs uh, which unlock after you beat those two games, um, or after you beat those two campaigns. Uh, but um oh, man, oh man, Zach, I don't even know what I want to.
0: I I listen. I I'll drive us. Please do. Please do. A I'm pitcher. I'm just
1: too fucking excited, Zach.
0: Okay. So like, what I'll say is like, there. There's something really interesting where John talks about, like, this This gore is, like, it, it really elevates it and, and kind of takes it out of being, like, this really grim, oppressive experience. To be something like, yes, it can be goofy and it can be funny, but, like, if you turn a corner and there is, for example, a licker, which is this crawling enemy type that can't see but oh. reacts to sound, and they click and they move around almost, all, they click in a way that reminds me a little bit of, of clickers from uh, The Last of Us, they are some creepy, creepy things. So you can go from one room where you're laughing as these, like, you know, shambling, kind of goofy AI zombies start. To get to you, and then you go in the next room, and it's just like this clicker walking slowly down a hallway, listening for your footsteps. Well, it-
1: some of, some of the most tense moments of the game for me were walking underneath a clicker, or I'm sorry, a clicker. Now you got me saying clicker. Walking underneath a liquor, uh, hanging That's on the ceiling. Excuse me, uh, hanging on hanging on the ceiling. Uh, walking underneath it and just praying that it doesn't hear you. Um, like, or there, there are a few instances and I won't spoil when, but you know, this is standard for resident evil. Uh, when you use an item or you put together a key item and all of a sudden a liquor will burst out of the wall or burst out of the ceiling and just almost give you a, a heart attack. Um, I yelled a couple times. Uh, I was very audible, uh, at times when I was playing this game because it was just, Oh man, it's just a, but I, one thing I don't like Zach and you know, we talked about resident evil seven and of course, you know, uh, it bears mentioning that the series has shifted back to a third person over the shoulder view as opposed to that first uh, person view that resident evil 7 utilized and i feel like this is more effective like i love resident evil 7 but i like the i don't know there's i like the over the person i like the over the shoulder third person uh play style better it just feels more like resident evil to me uh gives me those resident evil 4 vibes um so from a gameplay perspective i feel like this is a more complete experience than resident evil 7 was um yeah I also think it, go, no, please, please. No,
0: and and like that kind of comes into like the level and world design too, right? Like Resident Evil 7 certainly, certainly, certainly had puzzles, but this is the return of like complicated, you are going to need notes. I played this game with a notebook to keep track of notes so that I wouldn't constantly have to shuffle through note, uh, through the in-game's kind of clunky note system. This is a game that requires you to, to really pay attention to your environment, uh, you know like there are tons of of little locks that open up lockers uh, and they'll have their code scattered on an, in you know on a on a computer password or just scribbled on a whiteboard and the game really begs you to pay attention to it's really creepy it's not just environmental dressing right like there's a lot of context here where you can put together what happened in a room it's it's really I'm, something
1: I'm I'm really glad you brought that up because there were there were there was more more than one moment when I just saw like like, you know, three letters, for example, scribbled on a wall. And I was like, oh, huh, how about that? And uh, with no context given whatsoever for what it is, it's just, you know, like, hey, three letters on a wall. And then an hour later, you run into a wall locker and I'm like, oh, I'll put those three letters in and I'll boom, all of a sudden, you know, the you know, it's that's the combo. And I was like, oh, shit, I love that kind of organic world design where the game doesn't specifically hand you a piece of paper and say, this is the code for the locker on the you know, on basement level two. Um, these right. are things, and you know, playing with a notebook is exactly what I did in 1998. So that aspect of the game hasn't changed at all. You really, these aren't, these aren't the kind of hold your hand puzzles that we saw in Resident Evil seven, where it's like, okay, fit block A into, you know, fit the round block into the round hole. And, and, and there you go. You'll, you'll open the door. You, these are things you really need to think about, especially on the second run stuff. It doesn't hold your hand oh God, yeah. even nearly as much as, uh, as the first playthroughs do.
0: Right. So moving on from world design, which, which is again, a return to form for, for people who who like the classics. Uh, let's talk about how this game is different uh, from the original, not in a spoiler sense, but how does it feel in control? Obviously, there's not that fixed uh, that fixed camera angle. We're in that third person Resident Evil 4 style. But John, how does it how does it feel in control? In your opinion?
1: Well, I mean, it feels like I'm playing Resident Evil 4 again. Only I can move and shoot, uh, which is great. Um, it doesn't feel as loose and. Um, I guess uh, flimsy as uh, like a Resident Evil Six did. Uh, this game controls really well. I do miss the lack of a quick turn, um, which is when you press back on the on the you know on the thumbstick and hit X or B depending on what you're playing on, um, and you do that quick turn uh, that was present in previous Resident Evil games. That is not present. Actually, here.
0: it's here. It's is it here. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took me until my second run to do it, but it is here. Yeah, there is there is that back turn, but the game. Um... I would say early on the tutorialization is is not there. And that's that's for better or worse. It's really not it does not at the detriment of the game. But yeah, I, I discovered that um probably close to like fifteen hours into the game.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah, it it's here, but like it I okay, I would say um the way you move it doesn't ever get this bad, but it does kind of remind me of Rockstar games where you, you you really, there's no quick turning around. You do kind of have to do a short circle to kind of do a 180 at times. Uh, and getting around corners and getting around hordes can be frustrating. Uh, the game, despite not being that first-person claustrophobic thing from Resident Evil 7, the game's tight corridors... And controls can make it really claustrophobic and occasionally frustrating but for the most part it feels really good there to are a lot
1: of little space. details I picked up at this game that just really blew me away and helped immerse me into that world to help me feel like you know the raccoon police department was a real place and that Leon and Claire were real people a good example and this is just something small that I happen to pick up on it but uh, when you're in a dark environment and Claire or Leon are holding up their flashlight and their pistol at the same time, as you're walking, if you brush up against something, Leon will pull his arm with the flashlight closer into his body, uh, as will Claire. Um, or if you're squeezing through a if you're if you're squeezing through a tight spot as you're walking, and you've got that your pistol up or and and your flashlight up under your arm. Your arms, your arms will constrict. Leon will move his arms in order to get around whatever obstacle that is, and it's it's yeah. very small and very subtle. But it's little stuff like that that really, really drew me into the world. Um, and Zach, can we also talk about the sound design in this game? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's a really, it's a really <laughs> <Wow>. creepy game.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: so, so this is again. Uh, if you want zero spoilers, this won't be it. But this is a character who has been in the game uh, since the original. Uh, tyrant John, you Mr. call him X. Mr. X. He he is the unkillable tank character, and yes, he's scary when he's right in front of you. But John, talking about sound design, he is also scary when he is nowhere so near you. So one of right? the
1: uh, one of the one of the things I love about this game um, is the fact that you can hear Mr. X storming throughout the police station, no matter where you are, and you can tell. You can get a g- pretty. I I got pretty good at being able to tell where he was based on the on the sound and volume of his footsteps. Um, and I'll tell you what there, it has been a long time since a game has left me this stressed out and, and just generally sweaty about a character, uh, like, like Mr. X. There were a couple times when I'm walking up the stairs and all of a sudden I can tell by his, by his footfalls, he's either right above me or right below me, but I can't see him. And so I'm freaking out and looking up the stairs, looking down the stairs, looking up the stairs, looking down, waiting for him to pop out. And, um, like there were a few times, Zach, where he came he popped into the most inopportune moments, like in a room with two liquors in it. yeah. Uh, and I'm just like, or he would punch you right into a zombie who would then, you know per- yeah you, you yeah, so there were yeah. those moments where I was like, oh, Mr. X, Y, but for the most part, he is he's even more terrifying than I remember him because, you know, in the original game, Zach, you may not be aware of this, but when you left a room, he was gone. And he would pop up again later. And this, yeah. he just follows you from room to room. Yeah. The only way to get rid of him is d- diving into a save room. That's it. Um, and uh, oh man, what a great! But but if I if I remember correctly, you had some issues with Mister X.
0: Yeah, and I, and I think this is the difference between um, you know the perspective of, of how how familiar we are with this game. But I I just generally don't like character types or, or enemy types that's like yeah, this is the unstoppable tank, and you can't kill him. Uh, I find that to be kind of frustrating uh, as a player because, I mean, when, when you're in a situation when the game gives you guns, you know, it's not a type of horror game, you have to run away from everything, I find it frustrating when everything else can be taken down but this character can't, and it just becomes, it, it goes from being oppressive and creepy to like, uh, okay, let me wind this back a little bit. One of the most effective things about Alien Isolation was that you could fight back, but it also appeared rarely enough that it was always scary when it showed up so here with Mr. X always feeling like he's kind of lurking around the next corner when you're in the police station you get to a point where he's no longer scary to me and I'm just annoyed because he's kind of a pest because like you said I know I need to get to this room I know this room has these really difficult enemies in it and he's just going to exacerbate the situation so for me the tyrant, Mister X, as we're calling him here, he's a frustrating enemy type, and maybe the only one I don't
1: like. So I never actually, um, in the original game, I never, I I never bothered trying to unload my weapons into him to see if I could stop him because I was always just trying to get the hell away and conserve ammo, and I didn't do that here. So you may be able to stop him in his tracks. That's the one thing I'm not sure of about the about the original game. You you, you can. can?
0: Oh, oh, in this, so so I'm sorry, in Resident Evil 2, in this version, the remake, you can shoot him and he'll kind of go yeah, down on one knee, but he gets up Yeah, he doesn't, seconds. so
1: it's not like a Jack Baker situation in Resident Evil 7, you know, where you can pop a few shots into Jack Baker and he'll lie there for a while, he'll just fall down and he won't move for a while, Um, which is an interesting, and that's an interesting contrast, right, Zach? Like, I feel like, I, I feel like you yeah. prefer the character of a Jack Baker that is not, not so much of an unstoppable force. Um, and I don't know. Do you feel like Jack Baker, uh, was a, was a more balanced, uh, kind of, uh, carrot stick chase, chase mechanic?
0: Tyrant or Mr. X, uh, as a character feels the most dated thing about this game. Interesting. Uh, I I would say it's a dated enemy encounter. And I, I would say, I would say that Mr. Baker Resident Evil 7 is like the evolution of this idea. Interesting. Um, and so, and so, like, it, it, this is, like, the only way I feel... Well, not the only way, but this is the most obvious way that this game, you can tell that its roots are uh, a little bit out there. It, it's an older title, for sure. Or, or not, not title, but design
1: uh, uh, So, I, I actually have a question for you, Zach. Um, sure. When you started playing the game... So, you've been through Leon's campaign and Claire's B campaign. Um, yep. Without getting too spoilery... Uh, how did you feel about Claire's campaign versus Leon? Like, like which one did you prefer? Um,
0: sure. So, so let me, before I answer that, I'm going to pull it back a little bit. So we've been speaking in broad terms about these, these, uh, a campaigns and B campaigns also. So when we say B or second run, this is the game's equivalent of a new game plus. Uh, so you can play through as Leon and Claire in normal mode, or you can play them as, as uh, new game plus And new game plus is different encounters, different placement, and also scarcer resources, which is ammo, Uh, guns, and healing items. So Claire's experience, to me, um, I thought her story beats were more interesting and and a little bit less generic than Leon's, but I found her weapons to be worse, and uh, I think that was exacerbated by the B-sides mode just being decidedly harder. Second run is just a hard game mode.
1: Um, And uh, and I I do want to point out that there actually is a hardcore mode uh, that harkens back to the original, <coughs> excuse me, uh, that harkens back to the original Resident Evil experience in which, uh, not only is it more challenging, but you actually need ink ribbons for the typewriters in order to save. I'm actually going to start that up tonight. I'm very excited, but that's because I'm kind of a masochist when it comes to, to, to difficult game modes. Um, uh, but I want something that is going to try to get me even more of that original Resident Evil 2 experience. Um, one thing I will say, Zach, uh, I, uh, I, I, tend to agree with you on that, um, there was enough. And, and I, I, I feel like this is a good segue for me to say that as somebody who played the original game and has now been through uh, almost all four uh, scenarios in in this new version of Resident Evil 2, if if you are relying on your knowledge of the past game to get you through this, don't. I'm telling you right now, don't do that. Things are different. Uh, item, item placement is different. Entire story beats, uh, uh don't happen. And, th- you know, some of them are replaced by new ones. Um, do not go into this thinking that, uh, that your old codes and, you know, locker combinations or knowledge of enemy placement, and item placement is going to help you because I can tell you right now, it most assuredly will not. I was thrown for a loop multiple times during my play.
0: Well, and I'll, and I'll say that too, with the, with the second run or B sides, uh, for this game too, is... It'll be interesting. So, so no matter what, you always start the game in the police station, but there are various routes and doorways that are opened at different times for for uh, Claire and Leon and in the second run versions. And so, for example, uh, there will be things like, oh, this side of the the building is open a lot, lot sooner than the other side, which is a reverse, and also there, the codes to unlock certain items and the puzzle solutions are also slightly different, so... It can be fatiguing because they are very similar, Claire and Leon's paths, uh, but there's enough variation there that it still feels like it's worth playing both. Like I think you'd be doing yourself a disservice if you played through it once as one of the characters and never revisited it. Like It is worth playing both
1: characters. Well, Zach, and I remember you telling me uh, in a DM that you were much higher on the second portion of Claire's B-side uh, than you were uh, the first part. Like That's when you really started warming up to that.
0: Oh yeah, um and that might just be because certain enemy types were introduced very early in Claire's uh B side that were like, okay, I do not have the gear to fight you yet. <laughs> so as you progress it gets a little bit better. Uh li- like listen, New Game Plus is a challenge and and second run is a challenge. Um, but for the most part, I mean, it, they feel like they're they're essential. And like, just to keep this brief, we don't want to get into spoilers. But the game does have some challenge modes that aren't full fledged modes, but they're they're like nice challenges. And that's the fourth Survivor, and also uh, the Tofu character, which are returning things from the original, right, John? They
1: are. Uh, so then that goes for Fourth Survivor, which stars Hunk, who is a member of Stars, or uh, I'm sorry, Umbrella's Alpha Team. Uh, And it's basically just like a run through kill enemies, try to get out thing, Uh, just like it wasn't the original. And then tofu is basically just a survival mode. And what's interesting about tofu, actually, Zach, you may not be aware of this, but that was actually a, a designer tool to determine enemy hitboxes. That's how that's how tofu got his start. And then they decided to just throw it in the game and give him a knife and, and let you try to live. Uh, that's an interesting little story about Tofu that not everybody's aware of. Um, those two modes are in the game. Uh, I've done a little for Survivor, and uh, it's it's really enjoyable. I'll probably do some more. Um, I have a question for you, Zach. Sure. Is this a game that you see yourself revisiting in the future?
0: Oh, yeah. Um, and, that's, and that's primarily... So I have played Leon's first run and Claire's second run i am tempted to do the reverse and do claire's a run and leon's b run Ooh, so the game yeah. the game in its in its results screen you can kind of look at your stats the game lays it out like you should do leon ab and claire ab yep. uh, and that's something i plan on doing and uh, there's a lot there, of content here
1: yeah. there's a ton of there's content there's a lot of
0: content here and and like you're saying there's that hardcore mode um and and just one quickly like, quick thing i want to touch on the game does feature an assisted mode which if you're thinking to yourself okay i want to be in on the zeitgeist that is resident evil 2 but i'm a little worried it's going to be tough they have assisted mode which is easier less enemies they're weaker enemies you heal and also there's a little bit of auto aim which should really help so if you just want to talk about resident evil 2 and and not have an oppressive situation this game is accessible
1: absolutely absolutely um there is one thing i kind of something i wish was there which leads into a final question for you zach if you don't mind sure um I think this game would really could really use uh, what what is known in some uh, Resident Evil games as a mercenaries mode. Uh, it was present in Resident Evils Five, Six, uh, Revelations Two. I can't remember if there were any others, but basically, it is a. It is a one-player or co-op experience in which you go on missions, you earn money and experience, you can level your characters up, you can buy new weapons, you know, there are different characters to play as that weren't in the game, uh, different character models, um, different scenarios, it really, and uh, they're all fun, they're all super enjoyable. Um, I feel like this game could have really used, that's like, don't get me wrong, I love the game, but I would love to see down the line like a mercenaries mode added, and I guess my question for you, Zach, is if there is DLC considered for this game, what would you like to see?
0: uh something akin to what you're saying and i also think uh and i think you and i talked about this in the dm but the game is based on puzzles and progression is about solving multi-step puzzles and i think it'd be really cool to be thrown into a scenario with a partner in co-op and you can split up and you're trying to solve puzzles in a speed running that's sort such of a way great idea divide and conquer i think that'd be like really fun. like like you're you're
1: leon i'm claire and we're in different parts of the mansion working together like oh that'd be great
0: right Right, and I, I just think that kind of thing would be fun. I mean, the game the game is designed in such a way where, like, it, it, you can really tell that at the time what they were going for, and there is this really good dreading feeling of being one against a million in this fucking police station. But, like, the idea of playing with a buddy, right? I mean, whenever you have a great time, you're thinking, okay, but how much better would this be if I was to sit playing with a good exactly. friend, right? I mean, exactly. Resident Evil 2 for me, is obviously uh, the best game I've played in 2019, but we're 20 days into (laughs) it. Um, But I I would not be surprised if we see people putting this in top 10s, top 5, and potentially Game of the Year slots at the end of the year. Resident Evil 2 is a game that I think we're going to be talking about for a long time. Despite being 21 years old, uh, I think that despite some of its older design choices, this game will be influential on horror games we will be playing. It will bring back old trends it's something that I, I really got to recommend most people check out. And
1: honestly, Zach, I can see Resident Evil 2 kind of being the model for the Resident Evil franchise going forward. Um, whether or not they decide to remake 3, which I've heard is a possibility I've heard. There, there's rumors already flying around that. Uh, who knows what's going to happen with Resident Evil 8. But if this, I mean, given Resident Evil 7 and now Resident Evil 2, if the future if, if that's the future of the franchise, then I am extremely happy right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It is a good time to like Resident Evil. It is a good time to like Capcom, and it is a good time to be Capcom. Uh, this is a return to form for the publisher. We've seen them have a great last two years, Absolutely. from from Resident Evil to to Monster Hunter World, uh, Resident Evil Two. John, give us give us your one last your one last little bit on it. You got anything else?
1: to say? Uh, nothing other outside of the fact that this is just an. I needed this game to be good. I needed this game to be good, and what I got was an amazing trip down memory lane with one of my favorite games that has, and it's been improved in literally every single conceivable way from visuals to sound to gameplay. Although I will say playing with the original soundtrack and the original sound effects on makes it feel like even more like an 80s B-horror movie and I love it and it's great. And if you have the deluxe version, please do that. Having said that, everything about this game is is wonderful. I think it's a masterpiece and it's right now, I can guarantee you, Zach, just like you said, it's going to be in my conversation for Game of the Year.
0: Right, it's incredible. All right, guys, that will do it for our review of Resident Evil 2. Keep an eye on our Medium page and on Twitter and potentially even Twitch as we kind of continue to ride the Resident Evil hype train. Uh, We are big fans of it Uh, and look forward in a couple weeks to potentially having a spoiler cast with uh, uh, friends and family within the SEGC community. Thanks so much, guys, and uh, have a great night.